This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, MP3 player, telepathically. You Basically, they, they've got it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And I'm... Johnny. (laughs) Guys, I want to explain to you just what kind of maniac I'm dealing with tonight, okay? First of all, okay, you call me. I'm still upstairs on my phone, and you... uh, I answer on my phone. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you uh, you commented on my wife snuggling on uh, with with my dog on the couch. Well, well, first then, you said, "Do you want to say hi to your wife?" Who I don't right. know. Can we say her name? Do we? I don't think we say her name. We'll just say the wife. And yeah. I, of course, said, "Yeah," or "Yeah," you know, "Duh," I want to. So sure. then you turned the phone, and we were. I was having a nice, casual conversation with your wife, right? And noticed Which, that. She was getting some good puppy snuggles in. Yeah. And then I said, that dog is living the dream. And then I don't yeah. remember. I just blacked out with ecstasy after that. <laughs> I think it was something along the lines of that is that, that I said, that is the dream. Mm. And, and, uh, and I think it's some, I don't know how it happened. You compared yourself to a bologna sandwich and I was a steak and something about something about. I don't know. Your storytelling well. skills have faded this little break that we took. Hey, man. I don't recall exactly what happened, you know, 20 seconds ago. So. Um, Something about, like, I said, that is the dream. And you were like, wait, that's your dream? And I was like, yeah, my dream is to be snuggling your wife. And then yeah. she laughed. She loved it. And then you said, I don't want to get into any weird wife swap things. And then kind of mm-hmm. led, and then I, I gave the old analogy of, you know, you can have a steak dinner every day for a week, a month, a year, maybe 10 years. But at some point, you're just going to really crave a bologna sandwich. And in that analogy, you were obviously the steak and I'm the bologna sandwich. Yeah, well, I appreciate you comparing me to a steak, but obviously I'd just... Eat you. Uh, <laughs> huh? I said, oh. I'd, I'd eat you real good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Johnny, it's been, uh, you know what? Last week, admittedly, was just a miscommunication on my part. Uh, yeah. Uh, I took some weird extended vacation things and, you know, it happens. Yeah. yeah so I had, I, uh, well, I hadn't really planned on what I was going to say. I was planning on recording. Um, and then, uh, you know, just had to, uh, release another, uh, another rewind. Sorry about the three rewinds in a row. But you know the holiday season is uh is busy for everybody and mm. you know every now and again you need a good old good old break just to get away. That's true, and uh, we do this for free, so it's true. <laughs> if you want more episodes, leave us reviews on iTunes. Say yeah, this is we want more episodes. This is purely sweat equity. This is this is not like this is not. 
you know, we're not turning a profit on this. I mean, this y'all thing. should feel bad for Zach. He has a 12 car garage, but only has six cars. So, God, I wish that was true. Dude. <laughs> I've got one 1997 Malibu that is piece by piece falling apart. I'm surprised you didn't know that line. Throwing it out to my boy Post Malone, Posty. You know, Joe is more of a Post Malone guy. Mm, you know, I'm disappointed in you. I'm just going to hang up right now. Okay, well, hey, uh, it's good talking to you, Johnny. And no, I I know like the, I don't know, I know like one song. Man, I haven't listened to many of it. In anymore. in all fairness, I I will grant you some leniency because I had heard his name, but I've never heard his music. Didn't know what he looked like. And I, Ali he, and I were at a friend's house for dinner, and they were talking about music, and they were putting music on YouTube, and then Justin was pretty stoked on post malone and he asked if he could put it on and i'm, I'm pretty um open to my music selections mm-hmm. traditionally i would say i liked everything but country but there's a few country songs that kind of hold my attention um and he threw on post yeah. malone and then we watched like a documentary on him and i fell in love with that kid he's just such a character and does his own thing and i respect that and he writes pretty good music and he's an actual musician that was yeah. that was the big thing for me that he can actually play instruments. Um, I respect that. I think there's so many people who are singers or rappers who, you know, started. It started if you wanted to be a musician, you kind of had to do it all, and then it was right. I'm just going to be a singer, and then it's I'm just going to sing and I'm not even going to write my lyrics, <clears throat> Beyonce, um, and then <laughs> you know, it it just like slowly went away to, I'm just going to sit and mumble in front of this mic the same 50 words. Yeah. It's, it's really strange within, you know, a a generation or two, you've got somebody like Freddie Mercury who, Mm, exactly. (laughs) And then then it's completely devolved into what you're seeing from, I don't even, I don't even know any of the, like the SoundCloud rapper, mumble rapper, names i don't know any of them no i and I'm, i make that like a point of pride for me that i refuse to look them up i refuse to listen no. willingly yeah but post malone let's talk about how his name sounds like uh, a cereal that was that would have been made by post uh about carl malone Ooh, what an interesting concept that should be his album art if i could draw i would draw that for him and send it to him because like we're a, clearly homeboys now but you know yeah just just like a cereal box with with uh well what did they call him the mailman right yep oh yeah oh yeah i like it <laughs> that you know what that's what he should name his next album and we'll take some royalties off that <laughs> yeah post uh a couple bucks um, you know yeah i heard he made he got his name from like just a random name generator i heard though. i heard that too actually and that makes me so happy if that's true. Yeah, and I think he... I don't know that he confirmed it, but I know I saw like uh, a clip of him on like Fallon or something like that. Joking about one it? Thing, yeah, one thing I have seen about him is Jimmy... It was like a, a clip from on YouTube. It was like Jimmy Fallon had never... Or... Yeah, Jimmy Fallon had never been to an Olive Garden or something like that. <laughs> and, po- and Post Malone like took him to an Olive Garden. <laughs> and they were just like 
they're just like sitting and eating the the breadsticks and as you do two millionaires you know, just binging on all you can eat bread and salad <laughs> dude uh olive garden is is living shit, the though, dream dude. you know what the next step yeah. is hmm. of living the dream you go to olive garden you binge on breadsticks and then you go to your house and snuggle your wife living the dream <laughs> it's true man it's true there's actually an olive garden just down the road maybe that needs to happen. oh somewhere. i know i mean what <laughs> now i'm concerned i'm gonna come home one day my entire life's gonna be upended upended over some snuggling come on zach i've snuggled you you know you don't see your wife getting mad it's true <laughs> It's true. You've you snuggled me, but pretty hard. I'm too. a snuggly guy, though. You know, I just love getting right in there. You are a snuggly guy. It was a, uh, it, it was it was a different kind of snuggle when you were a uh, you were a larger Johnny. That's true. Um, there's a lot more controlled snuggles now. We're kind of in. I like to call them yeah. struggle snuggles. <laughs> okay, tell me about the struggle snuggles, dude. Uh, well, you know, it's just very kind of aggressive snuggling um, yeah yeah that's what i was about to say dude yeah i don't know that you'd want to use the phrase struggle snuggle <laughs> hey hey honey you want to hey honey you want to come over to the couch and oh man put on, we'll put on a movie and you know we can do some struggle snuggles what what did you say <laughs> you know struggle snuggles you know how i knew i i was getting getting old um was i was at the gym and it, it was friday and mm-hmm. Al wanted to go out somewhere, and I'm pretty focused on my training schedule. Sure. And I needed to get some more gym time in. And she said, John, let's think about this for a minute. You're choosing to go to the gym and roll around on some mats with a bunch of sweaty dudes on a Friday night instead of taking your wife out on a date and where you could be rolling around sweaty yeah elsewhere yeah and uh my response was yeah yeah (laughs) that's my friday nights baby (laughs) i wish you guys could have seen his face that was such a matter of fact answer that was like uh of course Uh, i was like yeah duh I can snuggle uh, you anytime, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Training's only Dude, you're from gonna, six to eight. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be struggling to get some snuggles oh, if yeah. you keep that up, dude. That's true. That's a different kind of struggle, snuggle. Uh, so I've set some weird precedents in in our household, and I'm a little uh-huh. bit concerned, although maybe appreciative of it as well. Um, okay. So Al and I were on vacation, and she got sick on our way home. Like yeah. a kind of a cold flu thing. Mm-hmm. And she was really struggling to sleep and we had to go back to work after having two weeks off. And she was pretty miserable. And she went to bed on Sunday night um, really early at like 8.30 or 9 or something, which is early for me. It, it, she, truthfully, she kind of goes to sleep around 9, 30, 10. But, um, right. So I stayed up and... I don't know, a week before we had conversations because of our sleep schedules are so backwards. Like I go to bed at midnight and I wake up at 5.30 and she goes to bed at anywhere between 8 and 10 and wakes up between 6 and 8, depending on her work <laughs> schedule. <laughs> right. Um, 
and we're talking about how some like I try and sneak in, but if the dogs are up or whatever, sometimes I wake her and then it's, you know, I'm a restless sleeper. So then she's kind of half awake and then I'm tossing and turning. Mm. And um, so I kind of said, well, I could just sleep in the spare bedroom, um, you know, and uh, she kind of thought about it and was like, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's a good idea occasionally we'll give it a try you know whatever and we kind of didn't mention or, or say anything about it for for a couple weeks or so I, I can't remember it was a while and then on sunday um she went to bed really early and she was really sick and uh-huh. i want to say it was for her benefit um it was secretly for mine but i i went to bed in the spare bedroom and uh-huh. we both had a really nice sleep. I didn't wake her up, and she didn't wake me up with her sneezing and coughing and being right. being sick things. And we both woke up the next morning happy and refreshed. And now I feel like we're gonna start sleeping in separate beds <laughs> <laughs> forever. No, no. no so, so, <clears throat> sometimes I feel like there's something to that, though. You know, like uh, my wife is she's like a hot box. Oh. Like she's she just like exudes. Like, if if the temperature in our house is 75, under the covers it's, like, fucking 85. Like, mm-hmm. she kicks it up. She's, like, it, it, it's, it, but it gets to the point where it's almost, like, uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So I got to, like, kick my, I got to kick a blanket off or, like, make sure the fan's on. And sometimes she doesn't want the fan on. And I get it. There's, there's, there's definite benefits to sleeping in separate rooms. Yeah, you see but, those old shows and, like, old husband and wives are sleeping in separate double beds in the same room. I uh, know I know I know a couple. I get it. I get it now. After <laughs> 5 years of sharing a bed with someone, right. I get it. And we have a king size. Well, it's not like we have a tiny bed. I know somebody that or uh, uh, a couple that's gone full just full on like two different beds, two different rooms, just like Yeah, do they have a third point... partner with them in their in their household? Cuz I know that's really <laughs> no. common. No. You have like no. a communal bedroom where you mm. go for the big fuck fest and then you each have your own bedroom for sleepy times. Of course. I heard the, it on a podcast fuck, anyways. The the fuck fest room. Everybody knows about that. Duh. You've got one, right? And it's just got I'm in it right now. Your... What do you think we're about to do, oh, Zach? Oh yeah. That's why you're dressed up in that full your full leather S&M outfit. You got mm-hmm. a ball gag hanging around your neck. Yep, the uh, alleys in the background just with like just a whip. The safe word is really easy. Uh, it's it's don't stop. It, <laughs> it's the <laughs> entire alphabet backwards. Everyone knows that. The entire alphabet backwards. Jesus Christ. That's your safe word. Um, but you got. But you can't. You can't stutter either. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So I don't drink. Um, despite that cracking noise that you guys heard earlier, I'm drinking a prohibition because it was the only non-alcoholic thing we had in our basement fridge. No, I, I noticed that you were, that you'd cracked that open, but I didn't want to say anything. Non-alcohol. So I'm glad, glad to hear. Glad to hear. Um, and I really should be drinking water cause I just got home from the gym and I did drink a liter and I just needed something with a little bit of flavor, and I kept you waiting, and I didn't want to make some crystal light. So I know you wouldn't have cared, but I felt bad. And I thought I had some Diet Cokes in the basement, um, and all I have are basically 300 beers from the time that I stopped drinking. 
yeah. and a couple prohibitions, which are not that good. But mm. yeah, mm. well, they're probably better than the aspartame, right? I don't know, man. There's no studies on aspartame. I don't. That doesn't scare me. Are there no studies on it? There's no proof right now that it causes any long-term mm. serious health I th- concerns. I think you're. I think if you just drink water, then you, you know, then you you're safe. Man, I drink anywhere between way. three and four liters of water a day. Okay, sometimes you know. Sometimes you have bologna sandwiches all day, and you just really want a steak. <laughs> it's true it's true it's true um so i know i had mentioned we did our rewinds last week we did a rewind of uh episode 60 with our good buddy larry hill yeah hope you guys hope yeah hope you guys like that one uh larry has expressed interest in in getting back on the podcast so uh, and we need to iron out some details with him, but th- the plan, at least right now, is to get him on next week. We're we're looking forward to catching back up with him. It's been a bit. It has been a minute, and I'm excited to hear from him again. Hear about his competition and what he, his training now. And I swear, he just keeps getting bigger and better looking. I don't know. If, I didn't think it was possible when I first met him, but <clears throat> yeah, he posted a picture on Instagram the other day about like off season or something like that mm-hmm. and, he, like, and he looks <laughs> it's like what off season I, I, like, I thought about messaging him um because we've kind of yeah. chatted a couple times since since the first podcast that he was on sure and sure. uh i thought about messaging him being like off season i'm on my off season i put 20 pounds on over my <laughs> vacation that's off season larry you have a 12 right. pack bud come on <laughs> i literally said off season <laughs> that was it and i hope my pop filter and windscreen caught that sounded, caught sounded those, good on my end that but major p al um, uh, al took a lot of pleasure in just slowly watching or watching my body slowly degrade over the two weeks <laughs> of me just stuffing my fat fucking face with every anything that was around and yeah and i started off so so good too i i i mean i ate i ate a lot more than i normally do but i was working mm-hmm. out at least once a day like i was doing i was i was lifting and then i'd go do a swim like a pool workout and then i i did go to um jiu-jitsu a couple times while, when i was off but it struggled to find a good place to train um just right. really bad luck um which was pretty frustrating for me because i need that in my life um and then the second week i basically just said fuck it and screw it yeah you know terry's chocolate oranges no you've never heard of a terry's chocolate orange you know um i hear that terry is a pretty nice dude and mm. i like chocolate and i like oranges uh but I want, is that alas a, i have never heard of a terry's chocolate orange is that so just a canadian stick. thing it sort of sounds like it's probably the same as that uh tiger stripe ice tiger cream tail ice cream tiger tail ice cream um it's so a Terry's chocolate orange is about the size of my fist or it's a little bit smaller than the snowball mic. I'd, okay. I'd say it's two thirds of the snowball mic. Um, okay. And it's shaped like an orange. Okay. Obviously it's a round, it's a cylinder or not a cylinder, a sphere. Okay. <laughs> I know my shapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Man, they're round in a different cut way. Cut me yeah. some slack. I got punched in the face quite a while. 
quite a bit today. Um, so, anyways, it and it actually is sliced like an orange, like an orange pieces. But there's this okay. chocolate core, so their their shtick is you have to whack it to for the pieces to kind of flower, so you can eat it. Otherwise, you just have a giant chunk chunk of chocolate. So you take huh. it and you okay. smack it on a table, and it and then you undo the tin foil and it just blossoms beautifully like this beautiful chocolate orange it's like a lotus lotus um there's roughly 23 i think i did the math and it was 2300 calories per chocolate orange or something nice maybe it was 1500 or 1300 i don't know it was a lot um i went on a (laughs) five-day streak where i ate one of those for breakfast (laughs) every day every day five days straight fuck it i'm eating this orange and then and then uh so two two christmases ago because al and i alternate whose families we do christmas with right um and two christmases ago we were with her family again out east and her her mom makes these incredible macaroons um and she made a bunch and it was the first time she's ever made them for me and me being the fat fuck that i am I was just devouring these things and poor <laughs> Allie's mom was losing her mind because she made all these and there's like a bunch of family events and I just kept eat. I could not stop eating them. But in my defense, <laughs> she kept putting them out. So she would right. be like, oh, there's people coming over in three hours. So I'll start preparing. So she'd put out this nice platter of, of sweets and food and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I being the fat fuck I am couldn't decipher between what's the food that needs to be left alone until company gets here versus all of the other food that's out that I'm supposed to eat. And I ate right. all the macaroons and I drove Allie's mom absolutely insane. She's like, you keep eating all the goddamn macaroons. It's like, well, don't <laughs> put them out, Joel. I have no self-control. They're too good. It's the funniest con- That's the funniest argument I've ever heard in my yeah. life. I wish I would have been there. So this well, year... Stop, stop putting them out, Joel. Yeah, basically. I was like, I can't stop. You don't understand. <laughs> so this year, uh, I guess she she texted Al and said that she made like three dozen macaroons and was really excited or something and... And was like, is John going to be happy with that? And Al said, Mom, John's going to eat a dozen of those macaroons the second he walks in those ho- in your house. If you want those to last a week, you better make more. Right. <laughs> so I don't even know how many she made. But they were just macaroons for days. And they were all over the place. And I was just walking by. Ooh, a macaroon. Ooh, a macaroon. Ooh, a macaroon. <laughs> Is that is the uh, what was that Family Guy? Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, it was exactly Ooh, piece of candy. just wandering around this this their giant place, just food everywhere, just constant food everywhere. Um, and then all the you know cooking, it was oh so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what the holidays are all about, man. Yep. So I put on twenty pounds. Um, Very nice. Which is detrimental because I'm in a t- tournament on February 9th and I have to make mm-hmm. weight and I kind of budgeted that I was going to gain gain a little bit of weight um, but I doubled my budget so mm-hmm. now I So now you're on you're on the military diet now. Yeah, now I'm back on I got to cut a shit ton of weight 
Um, Just, I, I hear I hear what you do is you you have you have an egg in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a spoonful of honey. Mm. And then and then you just do liquids until until dinner. Uh, I mean, that's a maybe, that's maybe, a way to do some, it for sure. Maybe maybe some tuna or something in the middle of the day, just something to get you by. <laughs> uh, yeah, I because I'm training twice a day right now. I, I need to eat actually a bit more. Um, okay. But uh, I have fairly good. So I, I wake up and I do my workout fasted. So I do fasted cardio and then I do some okay. yoga and some kettlebell exercises. And then mm-hmm. um, I'm sure we'll talk about this with Larry. So this might be repetitive. Sorry, guys. Um, and then I eat a couple bananas or, you know, an orange and a banana. If I have time, I'll make eggs. And then I'm pretty I'm kind of eating a balanced balanced meal i was going no carb for a while um Mm -hmm. but because i'm training so much i've noticed that i need need the carbs so i kind of do i would i don't know i would say 50 percent vegetables and then 30 percent protein and 20 percent um carb kind of thing like trying to be low-ish carb but my body responds really crazily to them so um, right. Try not to go go too deep, and then you know. See, I just do the opposite of that. Yeah, like most people, just fucking Americans shoving French fries in their face holes. Hey, 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 hey! I feel attacked. I need a safe space. Do you need? Yeah, I thought this was safe my safe space. space. Um, speaking of safe uh, spaces, I heard Donald Trump is trying to, you know, he's really making some moves to make all of America one big safe space. <laughs> Which I don't I I don't I know I know we don't want to talk about Trump and I I don't want to go too deep into it. I just right. love the irony of him being like all these snowflakes and liberals need safe spaces. I need to build a big wall because I need a country-sized safe place. Right, exactly. It's like I don't know. He he's just. But he on the flip to, side, he, because I like to be neutral. All of sure. the celebrities that are actively protesting Trump and the wall mm-hmm. also live in gated communities and giant houses oh, with giant walls protecting them. So it's kind of one hundred percent. You know, yeah. so I don't believe in the wall. I think there's a way better way to spend all that money that could accomplish what he's trying to accomplish. It's but five. It's like fifteen billion dollars or something. Like what do that. you expect from a real estate guy? He loves bricks and mortar. That's his thing. It, it, yeah. If it's not, if it's not in physically in front of him, it's not real. That's just where yeah. his mind is. You know. I just love that we're in a government shutdown, specifically because Mexico won't pay for the wall. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the best blaming... businessman. The best. I'm not. I'm not blaming Mexico at all. For Mexi- it. I just think it's Mexico will pay it, for the wall. It's like it's like if it's like if a kid gets a toy taken away from him. Oh, 100 percent. You know, Eve, I love that all of the 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 tweets are coming back and the captions of him in 2013 just shit talking Obama for shutting down and, and saying like, oh, that shows poor leadership and this is weak and. <laughs> this and that yeah. and, and then it's it's his turn and he, you won't give me my wall you don't get paid <laughs> that's essentially what it is uh, it, it i really will is. not pay you 
over the Christmas, like at Christmas, the most difficult time. Right. Because and for you and for the foreseeable future as well. Yeah, because you won't fix my mistake. All right, guys, let's stop to take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast, Audible. You guys know about Audible. We talk about them all the time. We love them. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. The book that I'm going to be recommending for the month of January, kicking it off right here in 2019, is I Must Say, My Life as a Humble Comedy Legend by Martin Short, narrated by the man himself. It's a memoir it's talking about his early days on uh, in Second City, also in Saturday Night Live, and his his famous movies that he's been in thro- throughout his life and his career. But he also gets into his uh, his private life, where he talks about how he lost his eldest brother and both of his parents by the time he turned 20 years old, and how he most recently lost his wife of 30 years to cancer. So it, it's a bit of a roller coaster, but it really lets you inside of the uh, mind of the man who you all know and love, Martin Short. Uh, it's a great, great, great listen, so I'd re- really recommend that one. But if there's something else you guys want to listen to, of course, they have over 180,000 different titles that you can listen to. So feel free to listen to whatever else you like. I personally really recommend Martin Short. He's a, he's a comedy legend. He's, he's a titan in, in that regard. And uh, I think it would be a, I mean, it's eight hours and 40 minutes of your time that would be well spent. So give that a shot uh, and let us know what you think. Thanks, Audible, and let's get back to the podcast because there's going to be a little bit more that we need to listen to. Yeah, an unnecessary mistake at that. Anyway, I want to move on from. All that. right, let's Johnny, move on. What did what did you do for uh, what did you do for New Year's? Anything fun? I had a really fun but chill New Year's, which I am really happy about, actually. Um, yeah. So we were in Tirana. Okay. Um, which the was big, the big city. Yep. The big the big city. Um, but we did it pretty chill. So um, Ali's best friend lives in Toronto proper. So we we were staying mm-hmm. in their in their house, um, which was awesome because they had really good transportation access. And then we went out to um, a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant. Which, if I knew, if I remembered their name, it was something Cantina. I would call them out for being, I don't know, fucking dill holes. Um, so Sam tried to make a reservation and online, okay. and you could only make the reservation for six, and there were seven of us. So for whatever reason, you couldn't make a table for bigger. Um, so she called mm. and got a voicemail and she sent two emails and they never responded. And we were like, oh, okay, well, we'll just, we'll just show up. And it's not hard to just put a chair on the end of a six person table. Right. We'll just squeeze. Right. We'll make it work. No big deal. Um, right. so I think it was half an hour before our reservation or maybe 45 minutes. Like we were getting ready to, to Uber over there. She gets an email saying, sorry, we can't accommodate your group. We can only do reservations for six. So then we had this thing of, well, what do we do? And right. I was like, honestly, we're fucking going. And if they won't seat us, then I jokingly said, oh, Ben and I will just share a chair and we'll make a fucking scene. Um, 
And people yeah. were like, all right. So <laughs> we show up and this this place probably seats 100 people at best. Like it's not a big place. Probably less than that, right. truthfully. I'm right. not really good at determining that. Um, there were maybe five people, five to ten-ish people in there. Basically <laughs> empty. Like empty. And right. so we walk up to the hostess and we're like, oh, yeah, we have a reservation um, under Sam. Uh, it's four six, but we have seven. They're like, oh, well, we emailed you. We can't accommodate your reservation. And I was like, uh, you're fucking empty. And this hostess right. literally wouldn't let us in. She was like, no, we can't accommodate. We can only do um, tables of six. And and we're like, we'll just put 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 one chair at the end of the table and we'll sit there. Or the real kicker was the entire bar, like the mm-hmm. bar seating was completely right. open. And then on the opposite wall of the bar, they had kind of bench seating that you face the wall, which wasn't great, but right. completely open, like at least 20 chairs. It's like you could literally just be like, hey, we can't get you a table, but we can sit you side by side by side by side by side by side right. on this wall. And we would have been, sure, no problem. So we're whatever, like putting our jackets back on, figuring out what we're going to do. And the manager comes, is like, what's going on? And Sam's like, well, you apparently don't have room for us in your empty restaurant. And he, <laughs> the manager's like, wait, what? Um, we're like, yeah, we made a reservation for six. We tried to make it for seven. We sent an email. You didn't respond. A- apparently, you guys can't move a chair. And he's like, no, 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 we'll get you in, we'll get you in. So they got us in. So everyone was kind of rattled at first. And I was like, uh, annoyed. And the server, you could tell, was not pleased about her seating situation. And she was right. okay, but um, the food was really good. I have to admit, the food was spectacular. And that saved and that it. That makes it worth it. I ate a shit ton yeah. of tacos. And then we went back to um, Sam and Jake's house. And then we played N64. We listened to some music, um, played some board games, and just there were six of us. Um, ben, who was the seventh, he he went off to uh, to uh, meet some families because um, he's kind of a salute. But <laughs> just kidding, I love you, Ben. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so it was pretty chill, and I loved it. We just hung out, talked. Mike was there. Um, Okay. So, you know, it was it was great. It was low key and we end up staying up till like three playing Catan, which I hate Catan. I fucking hate that game. I don't think that I've ever played that game to completion. No well, yeah, it's only supposed to last an hour, but I ended up just me and Mike actually went on we made mini side quests and we just <laughs> fucked with the economy so people couldn't finish things <laughs> that they needed to win. And poor <laughs> Al was sitting on with nine points for probably an hour and a half and she tried four different ways to to win and just haphazardly of mike and i just randomly doing bullshit kept stopping her from getting that last point <laughs> like i made it a mission where i wanted all of the sheep so okay. i was calling the sheep goats for a while and then i was calling them <laughs> whores and then mike and i ended up making up this like street version of the game okay where the sheep were were uh whores okay um and then what was it the sheep were whores the wheat was weed or was crack rocks um and then what did we say i can't remember what we said lumber was and then 
you know how you can get like soldiers in the game we were calling those gangsters and we oh. just and then I was like Mike we might be onto something here we should make a rated R version of Catan that was 100% street focused you know like if the it's like board the settle- was up- it's, it's, it's the settlers of Oakland or something yeah, like that yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh man! What about you? Well, what sounds, did you do? That sounds like uh, I I do I every year I do pretty much the same thing, although that's gonna be changing this year. Um, I just uh, relax, veg out of the house, and then uh, inevitably sleep through the new year, uh, and then uh, wake life. up, wake up shortly after the new year, and also turn to my wife who also fell asleep while we're on the couch. And uh, and say, oh, we missed the new year. Happy New Year, New Year's New Year smooch, and then uh, go back to bed. Yeah, go back to bed. That I mean, it's the same thing every year. Although this year, <clears throat> we've made some uh, some resolutions for they. So they have Union Station here in Kansas City, which is like an old, you know, train station. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, they throw a big. Uh, it's like a New Year's Eve swing. I forget what they call it. Swing in New Year's Eve in Union Station. So me and the wife are actually going to be uh, learning some swing dancing. We're going to learn some swing dancing this year and then uh, cut up cut up a rug this coming uh, New Year's. That's pretty sick. Um, yeah. Al's been trying to get me to do some dancing lessons uh, leading yeah, leading up to the wedding. So, you know. Like a year behind, uh, no big deal. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, well, you know, it's good. Uh, it's good exercise. gives you a, gives you a reason to uh, get all handsy. I would say in the past year and a half, I have flourished with my dancing abilities and interest in dancing. And okay. I hated dancing. Hated, 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 hated dancing. I'd have to be right. really drunk to dance. Um, yeah. And then um, I, I had some friends um, who are Latino, and they convinced me and Al to go to a Latin club with them. And that's happened a couple times. Uh, well, now you. it's like my favorite place. Now I'm a <laughs> fucking there. dancing queen. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go dancing. She's like, what? <laughs> who the fuck are you? I was like, that's I just love awesome. dancing now. That's awesome. Uh, that's, how, that's how it should be, man. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I just started and paid attention, and then I just kind of did what I started doing was literally, and it's so cheesy, but it worked, and people were like, hey, you're, like, moving. I just went over boxing drills and jiu-jitsu drills while dan- like, as my dance move, so I was like, mm, dancing, but I was really just like, I'm swimming. And like jabbing, and then my cross, and I was just like, <laughs> until I found my flow, and, and hey, it worked for fake me. Fake it, t- fake it till you make it, dude. Exactly. So you fake know, it till you make it. Because That's I awesome. could, for a while, I would bug me because I I could move my feet, but I wouldn't move my upper body. And then she'd be like, you need to like move your hands and like your shoulders and like loosen up. So then I would plant my feet, and my upper body would be like willow arms, like. <laughs> Yeah, you turn into one of those things you see out of front. Exactly. In front of like I had no, any random store when they got a sale going on. Yeah, no, no concept. And then 
I eventually figured out how to piece it together, and that's what I had to do. I had to focus on what do I know that's body movement and that's fighting. Can I do this yeah. in you know kind of a playful to the music yeah. way? And it worked. Um, and people yeah. love it because I don't drink. So um, at my buddy's wedding, our other friend's wife, I was like dancing up a storm. And she just loved that I was completely sober and I was just wiggling my booty like no cares just in the world. feeling it, dude. Yeah. So, you know. That's awesome. Can teach an old dog new tricks, you know? Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's one of our resolutions for this year is, you know. I like that, man. That's, this... a, good, that's a good resolution. That's, that's like going to spend more time with my wife. I'm going to learn something new and then we're going to celebrate our resolution on the day to make the next resolution. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Along with uh, several several other things we plan on doing this year. Try to do some more, um, you know, adventuring. Oh, and, and adventuring. Like, like get a passport? So, yeah, well, that's that needs to be. <laughs> I'm going to message yeah. Steph immediately and say, okay. adventuring equals passports. Passports equals Canada. Yep. Canada equals struggle snuggles. Struggle. <laughs> Wait, maybe I'll leave that last struggle part snuggle. out just just to be safe. Well, you can you can throw it in. I think she's <laughs> she's uh she'll be okay with it. She'll be okay with it. Um, you can you can say Zach. I'll get the reference. It's not creepy or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. It, I mean that would be that would be awesome. So that's uh there are a lot of different things that you know with with each new year and I've never been one to really resolve to do things. Yeah, I know, don't really care for them either honestly. Just try and be a better person. Don't want, like right. the oh I'm going to start next week or on the 1st or ooh, on the right. 7th and yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of I'm a rip the bandaid off kind of guy. Right, just do it. You know yeah, exactly, but I think I think the one thing they do is is they are a constant reminder of what you're trying to accomplish. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Where you, I mean, sure, like you know, if you're addicted to sugar or whatever, like me, you know, and you're wanting to eat healthier, you know, print out your resolutions, put them in a place where you're always going to see them. Or something like that, and then you know, instead of eating that donut, pick up a pick something yeah. else up, or you know, only eat half the donut. Honestly, I I think Larry and I talked about about this on his episode. I can't remember, or we'll probably touch on it next week. Um, but a lot of people ask m- me how I have the ability to manipulate my body so drastically um, mm-hmm. between gaining weight or muscle or dropping weight and muscle and whatever. Um, and then they try and say, oh, well, like, what's your diet? Let me do that. And then it, I say, okay, well, here's what I do. And then it lasts three days. And like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, because think, like, think of where you're going from now mm-hmm. to, like, complete shock on your body and your routine yeah. and your mind and your willpower. And, you know, when I first started losing weight again, it was – like the first thing I did in university was I'm going to stop drinking Coke mm-hmm. for two weeks. That's I want to go to the gym like three times a week and I'm just going to stop drinking soda. And I lost like five pounds in a week because I just stopped yeah. drinking soda. 
I was like, oh, okay, that's yeah. good. I'm going to stop drinking juice. And then I lost some more weight. I was like, oh, I'm comfortable doing, you know, two, maybe three times a week at the gym. Maybe I can do four. And just right. like slowly built up this system where, you know, you get used to it and take baby steps. And that's kind of been my mantra for a little while now is that baby steps are still steps because as you know, I'm a pretty drastic guy and I like to, yeah. to dive in head first and everything that I do. Um, but sometimes, you know, you just, you just can't do that and you have to take those baby steps and moderation True. is key, honestly. And that, that was partially why yeah. I didn't get too stressed over Christmas. And then I kind of wanted to make it a game to be like, well, how much weight can I actually gain and how quickly <laughs> can I lose it? So, sure. So going to, going to, um, Right before we left for vacation, I was 204.5 pounds or something mm-hmm. and came back and I was 222 and a half or 223 or something, like just shy of 20 pounds. Yeah. Um, and I, we got in really early Saturday morning mm-hmm. and my first thought was, well, we're tired. We flew early. Fuck it. Let's get McDonald's. You've already blown your, your diet. You can start tomorrow. And I was like, oh, or you could just start Monday and have like one more blowout. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm home. It's starting now. And, you know, Al ordered food and I didn't order anything. And I just went grocery shopping and made some food and ate healthy. And I lost eight pounds of that in like three days. Right. And it's just, it's just partly it's my body. It's my genetics. It's also my system and, and people are, you know, I have a couple of friends who were shocked that I gained 20 pounds. And then I was like, yeah, I'll probably lose it all in a couple of weeks. And they're like, what, how do yeah. you lose 20 pounds in a couple of weeks? It's like, well, you don't, you don't do what I do. You don't eat what I eat. You don't eat when I eat or how I eat. And you, you're not working out three hours a day. Like I am. Right. And that, that makes a huge difference. Right. And so that's my concern is that there's a lot of people that, that ask for, for, you know, everyone's looking for that magic quick thing. And right. sometimes it's actually the first six months might be really slow until you get used to that new lifestyle. And that's, that's what mm-hmm. I preach is that it's a lifestyle. It's not, it's not, um, easy, you know? Yeah. And no, there's times that alarm goes off at five thirty, and I know I have to go work out i'm like uh, i could just snuggle and that's always ali's snuggliest time so then she kind of like grabs me and i was like oh i'm so warm and comfy and <laughs> it's so fucking dark out but yeah you know at the end of the day i say what are my goals do i want to make weight um sure and like yeah i want to make weight because i don't want to you know let myself down let my team down or let my coach coaches down like it's just sure you just got to do it. And a lot of people don't have that, but I didn't start that way. Right. You know, I think, I think having a, a healthy sense of like, um, you know, you owing it to yourself, you know, mm-hmm. are you, are, you know, are you going to be able to look at yourself in the mirror? If you, if you did something that, you know, you shouldn't have done in the first place, you know, whether that's just like, you know, eating a, burger or maybe skipping out on doing that extra set at the gym or whatever you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it's there there are definitely you know i don't know levels to this stuff i guess but i haven't uh 
I haven't done much on that front yet this year. Yeah. But it it's it's a mental thing. It's 100% yeah. mental and and routine and phasing mm-hmm. phasing into it and, and that's the same thing with diet. It's so people don't understand how challenging it is in today's society to eat healthy because think about mm-hmm. advertisements you're just flooded with buy this mcdonald's burger buy this burger look at this steak look at these ribs look at this candy right. chocolate bars everywhere right it's just in a we live in a world of abundance and it's so hard to fight that and then when you face the actual addiction from to sugar and stuff it's right. not it's not an easy feat and, and people get discouraged when they like oh i had this chocolate bar oh fuck now it's over so i'll just go back it's like no you need to accept that okay i took a small step backwards here i i ate this chocolate bar everyone does it i do it larry does it it's it's being able to take that and say okay i had a weak moment in this hour i have the next six hours to make up for it so what am i going to do maybe i'll do that extra 30 minutes on the treadmill to negate that chocolate bar maybe i do an extra you know 15 minutes and i negate half that chocolate bar yeah it's still maybe you just yeah, maybe you just go full steam ahead and eat an entire Terry's chocolate orange. Well, sometimes that happens, Zach. Sometimes you eat two of those a day, plus everything else. Okay? Dude, that sounds like my dream. Like that. Oh, like it a, felt so like, good, dude. I just, just a giant glass of milk. Uh, I mean, I had some remorse when I got home and reality sunk in. And, and this week at the gym, I have just been fucking gassed and that, that's a perfect example of the mentality of do, like can you do that extra rep at the gym and so we were sparring today and um because i have that tournament coming up i'm doing some pretty heavy rounds and some of the you know more advanced guys are like really putting pressure on me now to to compete um yeah and i, I was i had to do seven three minute rounds today and with mm. no rest in between and i was exhausted after the third one or the fourth one it's like oh i could just slip to the side of the mat and drink my water and you know people would kind of be like oh whatever it's not a big deal um i was like or you know i have all these people who are supporting me and are trying to push me and i can respond positively to that and i can push through and you know and then i just went into survival mode and that's that's really what like a shark tank like that is about is just going into survival mode and learning how to conserve energy and to push through when you're tired and find your next level of tiredness so exactly all right well and that was fitness in preparation for our fitness podcast with larry yeah yeah exactly exactly and that's uh that's something that you know that was also another one of the resolutions that i really want to get back into actually over christmas break my dad has the uh, the whole P90X. Oh, you're getting back se- in the P90. Sequence. So I uh, I grabbed or I was able to rip all of those DVDs. So I have all of the all the files, and I I plan on jumping on that here pretty soon. But the plan is to get that you know not get that going here pretty quick, so that you know by the time spring rolls around, I'm ready. You know. Mm. You uh, let's make a bet here. Let's do a bet. Okay. Um, so you should go weigh yourself. Okay. And if you can, preferably, if you go to a gym or find someone who in their house, a lot of scales have body fat percentage readers. 
Okay. Um, you should get that. And okay. for every pound of fat that you lose, I will give you two dollars American. Okay. Okay. Towards your passport. Two dollars American towards my passport. I think. Well, I I already bought a scale. Uh, last time I measured myself, I was hanging around two seventeen, two eighteen, something like that. So, um, I could I think and and realistically, I think I could probably if I if I'm just going straight cardio, I could probably drop twenty mm-hmm. and be just under two hundred. Um, no problem, but. Um, it's just getting going with that, you know. And I definitely don't have the the uh, body fat. Uh, That's fine. Measure or anything like that. If you're but... doing cardio, then it won't. The, the reason why I said the body fat was because if you you will put on muscle, and then your right. your weight, you might stop dropping weight on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're losing fat. But if you're if you're going right. to be more cardio focused, then we can we can just make it really simple, and we'll say two dollars a pound. Yeah, well, and I, I know there's gonna be <clears throat> there's gonna be probably some muscle gain anyway, so I think we can just stick with with that two dollars a pound, and then we can just sort of uh, you know we can we can do a, a check in, you know I don't know every month or something like that maybe do three three check ins and sure, and then uh, see see where I come out in the end, but uh, but yeah, so that's and that's a good way to keep me accountable as well. Since, mm-hmm. Well, since I'm gonna keep you that, accountable now. Since I got a guess, who's getting a face. early morning text messages from me? <laughs> Johnny's gonna be like, "Wake your fat ass up!" Although you're an hour Wake ahead, your... so you have a bit of an advantage yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, my alarm goes off at five thirty, but Ooh, I think it's just that's early. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that's that's the first one. Usually, I'd snooze that one to get up at six, but. Um, <sighs> So that's but another yeah, thing so. you should start doing when you, if you want to train yourself to get up early. Um, mm-hmm. I just slowly started changing my alarm. One is getting out of the habit of snoozing, which is really hard to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I have my snooze set to like five minutes instead of 30 or whatever. So if right. I do snooze, it's, it's five minutes and then I feel like it's not even worth it. Um, right. But I would just start waking up one minute earlier every other day or so. So I'd be like, I used to get up at seven and then I was like, oh, okay, well, let's get up at, you know, 6.50 and then, oh, I have this little bit more free time in the morning. Maybe I'll do 20 pushups really quick um, or whatever right. I was doing. And then I just slowly pushed it back to the point now where I'm fairly well trained. Like come five, my body's kind of naturally starting to wake up. And then by 5.30, I'm I'm ready to get up. And if I'm not out of the like bed by, um, you know, six. Six thirty at the latest would be really pushing it for me, but occasionally if I have you know a hard like Thursday Fridays for me after training, you know pretty hard for a week Fridays I'm kind of like oh I could sleep until seven and then you know I just ramp up the training on the weekends to make up for it. But right, yeah. So we'll we'll keep you guys updated with that, and I uh, I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah, but Johnny, if you have some of those chocolate oranges, you can just eat them in front of me. And I know you have the uh, 
the wherewithal to be able to lose that lose that weight. Ooh. Mm. So we need to make a counter bet to this. And I'll have okay. to figure out what it is. But for some increment of weight gain or mm. not achieving your goal okay. should be like a set amount of time next time I see you where you have to wrestle me. <laughs> oh, that's going to go horribly. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that all I have to do is at least lose one pound and I don't have to wrestle you. No, you said your goal is 20. I know. Oh, so if I don't meet my goal, then I got to wrestle you. For every okay. pound that well, you're short. Maybe I'm going to hulk out. Maybe I'm going to hulk out, dude. All right. So I'm going to drop weight and then I'm just going to start packing it on. You're going to come right? back looking like Larry and be like, I'm ready. Dude, if I ever look like Larry, that's such like, that wouldn't, that would be like something that I would get to it, and then I'd be like, "All right, well, I'm I'm done. I think I've, I've reached made it. the pinnacle." Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna slim down again because I don't think I I don't think that's something like Larry's. You know, he's trained himself. He's good at it. He he enjoys you know lifting and and crafting you know mm-hmm. himself and, and forming himself into you know a more perfect version of himself. Yeah, man. Uh, but for me, dude, all I want. Honestly, something I've never had, six pack. That's mm. all I want. You can get there, bud. I know I can. You can't just do gotta... that just with running, though. Oh, I know. They got ab ripper. You ever done the ab ripper? Yeah, I've, I've, I've done, I've done everything. I did P ninety, and then I did Insanity, and then I, yeah, I got to. I've a... never done the Insanity stuff. Insan, I liked Insanity better than P ninety. Um, mm. For a while, Wally and I were doing Insanity as our warm up before we'd go to the gym. Okay. So I, I love insanity, honestly, for like be at home and just use your body. And and at the time I thought it was kind of silly because I was really into like bodybuilding and powerlifting and I was, you know, big as fuck. Um, and then I was like, oh, look at this insanity thing. I was like, oh, fuck, this is tiring. And now I think about it, how, how applicable it is to my current goals for my body and how it applies to fighting. Um I love it. And I, I implement parts of it into my morning workouts. So yeah. to be continued on that one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we should talk to Larry about how he, what he thinks about P90 and insanity and other, I don't want to say fad diets or workouts. Cause I, I actually yeah. think there's a lot of validity to P90 and um, insanity, but there are definitely some other workouts that are like just garbage, but I'd be interested in hearing right. his take on it. Yeah, and I think he he covered it a little bit on his first time around, but we could definitely go more in depth. Yeah, with for sure. Stuff. All right, guys, we'll be on the lookout for that next week. Uh, like I said, uh, still not a hundred percent in stone yet, uh, but I'm fairly certain we'll be able to make that work. Um, but that's all for this week. If you guys want to check us out on social media, Jumbled Podcast, just search for that, and you'll find us. Uh, emails, send them on over to jumbledpodcast@gmail.com or johnny.jumbled@gmail.com. Johnny's messing with his cauliflower ear. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. And uh, you like that beautiful it's ac- thing? It's it's actually not looking too bad. It's red, red as shit. Yeah, it's bleeding in the back. At least you back. can fold it. At least you can fold it a little bit. You know, it's so what I'm happy about is that it's filling in 
nicely throughout the whole arch of the ear. Some sure. people just get like it just here and then it looks weird. So at least yeah. it's kind of still looks like an ear. It just looks like an ear that, <laughs> you know, God didn't chisel out. <laughs> God didn't favor that ear. That's he got lazy. Like, he didn't put detail work on that. He just He's like He's like, fuck it. This one's good enough. Yeah. Just slap that bitch on. He doesn't need fancy exactly. curves in it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get that 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. Hell, gift it to somebody. Just because it's past Christmas doesn't mean that you can't give a great gift. Gifts are good all year round. It's true. And when they're unexpected as well. Do what I do. Send unexpected gifts and say happy birthday. And people will say, my birthday was three months ago. Like, yeah, you don't like belated birthday gifts or what? <laughs> Not a fan? Yeah. Whatever. Um, and if you guys want to get us an address, we've been telling you guys you haven't done it yet. Head over to patreon.com slash jumbled and uh and gift what you can there as well well now i suspect people are gonna be waiting until you're you're in your final form before they get you in a dress because then your dress is gonna be Dude, real skimpy everybody's gonna want to see me in, in a dress Ooh, that's all i'm saying baby that's all i'm saying i'm not ripping any seams the only ripping that's gonna be happening is because i'm gonna flex oh i like it bust out of it i like it mostly just around the cock um <laughs> anyway that's <laughs> that's it guys uh it, if you guys uh, would please join us next week for another episode of Jumbled. But for now, that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next week again for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About being beautiful. Being beautiful. Aw, Johnny, you think so? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> see you guys next week. Good night.